I am just furious. It's 920 in the morning on Monday. Whoever is doing whatever can go straight to hell. Call me back now or see me in face. And trust me, you won't want that. Hey, welcome everybody to the HOA Show. I am the host, Jason Hurst. And joining me on the show today, Kelsey Marin. Hello. Brian Evans is here. Hey, yo. And Mary Ann. Hi there. All right, we're going to get to some introductions here in just a minute. But first question is asked, why the HOA show? Well, so here's the deal. By now, just about everybody has either lived in an HOA, they've heard the stories about an HOA, they've had to deal with an HOA somehow or other. And so we thought it would be a great idea to get a bunch of people together who have uh, experience with HOAs, especially property management type things, and uh, sort of lay some knowledge on you, help you navigate through all of the things you're dealing with with an HOA. I mean, you've got CCNRs, you've got boards you're dealing with, you got annual meetings. What does all this stuff mean and how do you deal with it all? And so we figured we'd, uh, you know, just sit here and, and, and try and lay some knowledge on you. But it's also going to happen in a very entertaining way because over the years we've gained so many uh, voicemails, emails, notes, you name it. And then some of it are just, is just absolutely crazy. But it's going to be a ton of fun. So we're just going to, you know, kick back, have fun, chat about HOAs. Uh, let's start with some introductions. Kelsey, tell us a little bit about yourself. I would love to. Um, I have been an HOA property manager for quite a few years now. I'm also a realtor, and I have lived in homeowner associations and been on the board of a couple of them. Nice. Uh, Brian, what about you? Served as an HOA board president for three years for a homeowner's association that my wife and I lived in, and then started a property management company that manages homeowner's associations. Been doing that for 13 years now. So you're just a glutton for punishment then, basically. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, I, I don't like sleep. I love Diet Coke, and uh, this job <laughs> is about a 24-7 job. Sweet. Nice. Uh, Mary, what about you? I am a realtor. I've lived in a few HOAs, uh, sold a lot of HOA properties, and have managed HOAs and dealt with board members and residents <laughs> <laughs> and been yelled at a time or two for towing violations. Cool. And for me, I've been, I've lived in an HOA for probably 20 plus years now. I've been on various boards. I've been the president of a board and uh, less importantly, but Maybe the reason why I'm the one that's sitting here talking, I'm, I've been in and out of radio for about 20 years now. So I got a lot of hot air to, to, to spit out on you. Spit? Eh, whatever. Anyway, to breathe on you. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. I can, that's See, now you know that, that my brain sometimes just flies away from me. Uh, anyway, all right. So let's just launch straight into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is one of everybody's favorite things when it comes to HOAs, violations. Brian, tell us what are some of the violations you guys see all the time. I think most common violations would be dog mess, noise, Parking, landscaping, not maintained, vehicles in disrepair. Those, those are probably, I'd say, the main ones that, that we end up seeing. I mean, there's a, whole, there's a whole bunch of violations that you can receive a fine for or notice for sure. from your homeowners association. But I'd say those are the main ones that we see a lot of. Okay, and generally, where are you going to find a list of all these violations if, in your community? So most of the rules, all the rules should be posted somewhere. Rules and regulations, covenants, conditions, restrictions. There's a lot of legal documents that go into a homeowners association. We always recommend that people look at those rules before they're buying in a homeowners association, before they move into a rental property in a homeowners association. 
they, like I said, they're, they should be recorded somewhere and you can look those up. Ask your manager, ask your landlord for those. Okay. And as a property manager, you guys, it's your responsibility to sort of enforce those rules and, and send out fines if the HOA board tells you to do so. Is that right, Kelsey? Oh, yeah. We we definitely wear a lot of different hats, and this is one of the hats that we wear that's not so fun as policing everybody's <laughs> <laughs> lovely violations that they tend to do. Sweet. All right. And so I bet because you've been at this for a while, you've got some stories that you can lay on us, right? For, for sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Give us a story. I'll go. I manage an HOA, and it has a very hard rule of no smoking in the community at all. You cannot smoke in your house, in your backyard, in the streets, anywhere. You need to leave the property. We had someone move into the property. They were made aware of all of these rules because we have very diligent board members who go to their houses, knock on their doors, give them copies of the rules, CCNR. So they were aware that this was an item. The neighbors on either side of this new homeowner both reached out to me with 45 accounts dated and timed wow. in two days of 45 this smoking. In two days? Two days. Um, pa- pack and a half a day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and because she, she was going on them. And, be, and because of the COVID, they were just sitting in their house. They had nothing, nowhere to go. So just, near, it's, like they're, it's like they're in prison marking the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so the, both of these neighbors were, it was coming into their houses. One of them has horrible asthma. And so it was really affecting her. So she wanted to get this taken care of as soon as possible. So we started sending her some notices on it. Um, and because we had so many accounts, it was rather easy to do so. Um, we also had several pictures and other items of her. Um, she called into me and was very upset that how dare I target her and how dare I do this to her <laughs> and put this on her because it's not her. She is not smoking and we have the wrong person. Uh-huh. And when I brought it to the board and I explained the situation and everything that she had brought to me, they said, absolutely not. We know it's her. We have all of the pictures, all of the proof. We know it's her. We're not removing any of the fines. And so I call her back, let her know. And she's obviously very upset and continues on her way. This continues on for a little while. And I continually get more accounts, more pictures. We keep sending notices. Um, She keeps asking me to send these to the board, which is my obligation to do so if a homeowner asked to see if they are willing to waive any of the fines because she says it is not her. One of my board members happened to live across the street from this unit. Yeah. And she got so fed up with dealing with this woman that she walked over, knocked on her door. When this woman answered the door, she had a cigarette in her hand. My board member pulled out her phone, <laughs> took a picture of her smoking, and said, we know it's you. We're not waiving the fines. <laughs> and left. <laughs> we, we have recently seen her other places around the property, such as in a sitting next to a fence in a pile of leaves that are still waiting to be cleaned up, smoking, still refuses to leave the property, but... You know, she's trying to camouflage herself. Is that what she's she doing? Has to she's burying be. herself in a pile of leaves to try and camouflage herself. She has herself. to be. Still refuses to leave the property, so we still keep sending notices. So. Has she admitted that it was actually her smoking yet? No, we we think that she was just holding it for a friend. Oh, so that must have been that's it. That's what we're going with here for her. But that's always been my excuse in the past. I'm just holding it for a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the bathroom. Yeah, right. He has to go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah, then. well, yeah. <laughs> Some people have small bladders. What can I say? You know. <laughs> that reminds me of that old Shaggy song. Wouldn't me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But it was. <laughs> I hate to tell you. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. All right. So how, how much is the fine for smoking there? Um, so I believe it starts at $50, and then it goes to $100 every occurrence after that. Wow. What's she up to? Do you know? I want to say she's mid 400 ish 
Nice. So we're reaching our limit on how much we can assess in a month. So we're we after we hit that limit, we're just kind of out of options for this month, and we'll continue on next month. <laughs> so fr- free cigarettes then from there, or free smoking fines from for the yes. rest of the month. Yes, she will still receive <laughs> notices, just no fines. <laughs> just no fines for the rest of the month. I want to go to the neighbor's house, knock on their door, and see how many marks they have on the wall now. You know, seriously. How long is this prison sentence running? Yeah, there you go. So I uh, I had a fun one last week. I almost got into a fight. What? Nice. Yeah. Well, at a property. It's your fault for being a big guy. I know. I was. Yeah, I'm you're so very intimidating. Right. You know? We got a, so a bunch of reports, emails, pictures from residents in a community, and they said that you know this person in this unit keeps smoking, and, and we said, okay. So we looked at the evidence. It looked credible. Uh, usually, people don't report stuff unless there is an issue. Uh, or it's affecting them in some way. In this case, we had they were smoking on the balcony, so it was going up to the unit above. Mm-hmm. They were smoking inside their unit, so it was going to the unit next door. And it, it just smoke gets everywhere. You know, it goes inside windows, it stains the carpet, stains the walls, and you just smell it. So the landlord emails me back and says, I've talked to my tenant, and he, he promises it's not him. And I said, okay, well, unfortunately, we have multiple accounts from people saying that this guy's smoking. Right. And he goes, I'm telling you, it's not him. Push comes to shove, and I finally just say, you know what? Why don't we just go over there and inspect the unit? And he goes, okay, when do you want to be there? I said, I can be there in 15 minutes. Let's go. And sometimes the spot inspections are really great because if they don't know that you're coming sure. and they let you in their house, sure. then you can really see what's going on. We show up to the unit. I meet the property owner. The tenant has no idea that we're coming. We can smell the smoke outside of the unit like 10, 15 feet <laughs> away from a cracked window. Oh, like nice. it smelled that oh. bad. Hey. Uh, we do an inspection around the property, and we can see there's cigarette butts all on the on the patio. You can see on the stucco going inside the house where he's put out 20, 30 cigarette butts on the gray stucco. You can see where they ashed right on the stucco. <laughs> we look inside, and there's five candles burning. <laughs> like, it, And even that didn't cover up the stench. <laughs> Got a seance going on inside the house. Right. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I always wondered about those smoke removal candles. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he was buying the wrong brand. Yeah, they apparently. did not work. Uh, so the tenant comes out, and the la- he obviously knows who his landlord is and starts going after his landlord. Like, immediately he knows why his, his landlord's there. Starts just belittling him in front of me, yelling at him, this is BS, it's not me, you shouldn't be finding me for anything, and just irate and upset. And he looks at me and he goes, he did, I had not received an introduction yet, so this tenant had no idea who I sure. was as the property manager. I'm the HOA manager of this community. And uh, he goes, you know, I'm sorry, sir, for, for my foul language, but uh, my landlord's driving me nuts with all these smoking things. And I just kind of smile. I said, it's, o- it's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin this opportunity. So he just keeps going after the landlord. And the landlord looks at me and goes, actually, he's the one who is sending the fines on behalf of the Homeowners Association for your smoking. And his face just immediately went, <laughs> went from apologetic to just anger. And he goes, you're the guy who's doing this. I said, well, sir, you know, we, we don't find unless people are smoking. I can see the cigarette butts all over. I can see, I can smell your unit. We keep going at it. And he's just yelling at me. At one point he, he start he lunges forward. Like he's going to come after me. Thank goodness for uh, social distancing. Cause I had a six foot head start <laughs> <laughs> to, to back Run! up and get out of his way. Come at me, bro. Come right. at me, bro. <laughs> he didn't throw any punches, but it was, it could have escalated pretty quick. I kind of backed up and said, you know what? This is between you and your landlord. We're reporting the violations as is, but 
as a property manager, you wear a lot of different hats. You know, you wear a, uh, the policing hat. Like that was, it was an uncomfortable situation, but I figured it was the easiest way to solve it was just go talk to the people who are actually affected. The emails, the notices going back and forth, you know, they, they make people upset. And sometimes having that human interaction is good and important for a violation situation, yeah. you know, and you can at least let them know this is, this is why you're getting the fine. This is the problem. Yeah. Well, and essentially with that unit being rented out and the homeowner, the actual homeowner, not knowing what the situation is, you're best to bring that homeowner in so that they have an understanding of what's going on and then they can help take responsibility for it too and get it solved. Yeah. yeah I'm guessing rather eye-opening for the homeowner at that point. He was so upset. Like, I, I mean, he believed his tenant. You sure. Know? Right. I mean, yeah. If someone tells you something, yeah. generally we believe what people tell us. We don't assume everyone's lying to us or not telling us the truth when they tell us a story. But he believed him, and, and when he, as soon as he went in the unit, he was he was upset because you could see the dollar signs clicking through. Right, right. that's what yeah. I was thinking. Carpet cleaning, paint, it gets expensive. Did he, did he a victim? I no, I haven't followed up yet. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> it, hey, w- there's been no more reports of smoking, so we'll call that a victory. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. a good, yeah. that's a good and, sign. And that's really the thing. You know, with violations, you're just trying to correct the behavior. That's right. it. It's not personal. We're not, we're not picking on you. Right. It's just to solve the behavior that is affecting other people's lives in right. a negative way. So I had one that was almost like that in uh, when I was property manager. I think I failed to mention I was a property manager for about a year. That's because I sucked at it. I was really bad at it. So uh, that's why it only lasted a year. Anyway, uh, but when I was a property manager, I, I did have a situation that was a little bit different than that. Uh, there was a, some tenants in one of my HOAs, and, and it, it was the same thing. They got accused of smoking, and they say, it's not us, it's not us, we're not smoking, whatever. And they said, well, you, we can see you out on the balcony smoking, and, you know, you go out on the balcony, and there was a bunch of butts. It actually turned out there was somebody that was jumping up onto their balcony to smoke. Now, it turned out it was a friend of theirs. Are you kidding me? No, but I'm serious. It, it, the, the guy was apparently a little challenged, I guess okay. is how we say it. Um, but he was a friend of these people, but he would. He would jump up on their balcony and smoke on their balcony. So I, I don't... It's fantastic. It was, it, was, it, was, it was hard to tell whether or not they were actually aware that he was doing this or not. I think that they were actually aware on some level that this was happening, you know? I feel like if you have someone jumping on your balcony, you better be aware of that. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, did he no live kidding. elsewhere in the community? He did. He lived in another unit in the he community. He didn't and, smoke on his and, balcony. And they were on the second floor, too, which was, I mean, it wasn't like... I mean, he was, scaling like, buildings. he was like... scaling I mean, you know, he was like doing the, the little monkey act to get up there and stuff and, and then he's, it. yeah it was crazy but uh you know we, we they ended up having to talk to him and say you know please please stop jumping on our balcony to smoke your cigarettes um because you know we told them we said hey look it may not be you guys but you're responsible for your balcony you're responsible for your property so you're gonna have to talk to this guy and they did and he he took his his smoking elsewhere but i just thought that was i was like when i first heard that i'm like what do you mean somebody's jumping on your balcony and they're like yeah yeah, somebody's jumped. If that's what they found out, that the guy was jumping on their balcony to smoke the cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, gosh. whatever. So in that case, they can say, wouldn't me? See? There and you they'd go. be totally fine. That's when it pays that's to have video cameras on your property. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> the, the recording or the documentation of the violation is, is very important. Super helpful in, in property management. If they can take a picture or a video or a timestamp email with what's going on, that that is crucial for property management, HOA managers to help patrol or help control the violations. Because people will say, it's not me. It's not me. 
until you show them the picture of them smoking. I guess even now, even after uh, you do that, it, it's they not they enough. They still don't. Yeah. <laughs> still not them. Now then we they do just hide in the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Try and cover yeah. themselves up in the leaves, yeah. Now we do have a story coming up um, where maybe you couldn't actually get video, or but you can maybe take a sound recording. Uh, before we get to that, we want to mention our sponsor of the show. Uh, sponsor of today's show is HomeCerts.com, your number one source for resale documents, FHA, reno- FHA renewals, reserve studies, HomeCerts.com, H-O-M-E-C-E-R-T-S.com. All right, as I was talking about just a second ago, uh, sometimes it's not possible to actually get video or photos uh, of the violation, but maybe you can get an audio recording of it. I- I'm not exactly sure. Uh, we we got this. We received this uh, from somebody who sent it in. And, and first of all, thanks to everybody who sent us uh, some emails and some notes and voicemails, all that stuff. Uh, this one is we got from a homeowners association, and it's a note that was left on a neighbor's door, and this is how it goes. Please be aware that no one wants to hear you guys doing it with the woman screaming and moaning. Yeah, we all heard it last night. We don't want to hear the kids screaming at all hours. You live in a condo, not a freestanding house. Please start acting like it and respecting those around you. And then they polish it off with a nice little thank you at the end. That's so kind of them. <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't understand why the kids are screaming at all hours and the parents are... <laughs> what are the parents doing that the kids are screaming and not being attended well, to? Well, I think we know what the parents are doing. <laughs> I think we figured that out, what the parents are doing. Clearly not keeping an eye on the kids I at the same time. I think they're playing Monopoly. Ah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That game can get pretty intense. Yes, yes it, can. it can. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. That's, most, hotels, that's when I do most of my screaming. Hotels <laughs> flying across the room, hitting people in the head. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> When that boot comes flying at you, that's when you know there's real problems. <laughs> well, uh, noise violations are definitely an issue in homeowners associations, wouldn't you say, Brian? When you live in close contact with a number of other families, the noise will travel. TV, yelling, even just talking sometimes, you can hear your neighbors talk through the through the walls. So know your surroundings, know where you live, and, and keep your volume to a level that stays within your unit. And apparently you don't want your kids uh, screaming and yelling at all hours of the night either, clearly. Unless they're winning at Monopoly, right? Is that what it is? Yes, (laughs) and they're taunting. (laughs) Trash talk. (laughs) Trash talking in Monopoly. Got got another hotel, yeah. (laughs) I guess if worse comes to worse, I guess you can leave them a note. I guess you just leave them a note instead of, you know, confronting them or whatever. I don't know. Maybe Maybe it'll work. Maybe I, that's that's what I want to know. I want to know what, what was the follow up on that. They may have been gifted a large pillow from the neighbors below too. Yes. Were they? Yeah, something like that. Oh, Who okay. knows? Okay, so I guess the bottom line is, uh, don't be afraid to go talk to your neighbors. Be neighborly. Be fine about it. If it is a problem that's not being resolved, that don't, then you can definitely bring it up to your HOA board. Uh, you know, try and get as much supporting. I don't want to call it evidence. Evidence is probably the wrong word because this is not a court case or anything. But you know, but I mean, it's evidence. Okay, still. evidence, whatever. Yeah, so it's just, it, factual stuff to support your argument. I don't know, whatever. There, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, you you know, go to your go to your board meeting. You can present it there, and then the HOA can take care of it uh, if they decide that it's a violation. But your first step is to probably try and work it out amongst yourself. And remember when you live in an HOA, you do have neighbors. You want to be neighborly. You want to be conscious that there are people around you and, you know, just keep your, you know, keep your stuff intact, you know, keep it, keep it buttoned up, so to speak. Um, you know, when the kids, (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that. <laughs> that, what I just said. Yeah. Keep it buttoned up. Keep it buttoned up. <laughs> no violations. That's right. No, <laughs> nothing will happen. Keep it buttoned up and no violations. <laughs> That's right. I think we should make a, a bumper stickers out of that. <laughs> Keep it buttoned up, no violations. There you go. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. Anyway, the kids start making too much noise. Tell them to be quiet. They start practicing their band a little loud. Hit them over the head with a drumstick or something. Whatever. Anyway, uh, just... You know, be courteous to your neighbors around you. That's one, though. The noise violations of the kids running up and down the hallway, running, bouncing a basketball. That's a huge violation yeah. that we, yeah. we get a lot of complaints for. Riding trikes up and down halls, especially if you have, if you live in a condo and you have hardwood or tile floors, everyone below you can hear you walking. They can hear you drop things. It's just, it echoes. And yeah. so I think it's something that you kind of have to be mindful of, especially when you have kids and kind of make your kids aware of that. Hey, don't do that. Go outside and play. Yeah. Even things like vacuuming can be annoying to downstairs neighbors. So just be conscious of when you're doing it and get to know your neighbors and know, hey, this guy works nights or graveyards or, you know what I mean? Just be be sure. a neighbor. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you've got to vacuum your house. Right. Please. Right. You're not going to. Not at 2 a.m., though. Yeah, but, but not, not at 2 o'clock. Right. Exactly. Right. Not at 2 a.m. Right. But you do have to vacuum your house. Please vacuum your house. Yes. We're not telling you not to. But, no. But definitely not at 2 o'clock in the morning. That would be helpful to not do that. So, yeah, just, just being aware. I think that's that's what it comes down to more than anything else. Just being aware. Being neighborly. Oh. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. That's so awesome. <laughs> Big neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? I will. <laughs> oh, my a, gosh. A quiet one, too. <laughs> We've devolved into Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Right? <laughs> How did that happen? We are children. <laughs> Let's be honest. There you go. All right. So uh, that's a that's a pretty good uh, talk, a little discussion there about uh, violations and noise, uh, noise violations to be specific. All right. So we're going to move on to the what the HOA portion of the program. Before we get to that, we got to mention our sponsor for the show, uh, the HOA Show is brought to you by HomeCerts.com, your number one source for resale documents, FHA renewals, reserve studies, instantly downloadable for your convenience, HomeCerts.com, H-O-M-E-C-E-R-T-S.com. All right, so we're going to move on to the what the HOA portion of the program, and this is basically any sort of craziness, funniness, uh, what fire did you put out this week's story, and uh, this week's story comes to us from Brian. Yeah, no floods or fires this week, so it was a good week so far. Nice. Yeah. Had an inspection a while back when we were we were going into uh, a unit to inspect it. Okay. Uh, tenants had moved out. Everything looked okay. Uh, and the, the property owner wanted us to bring a black light to inspect the carpeting just to make sure that there weren't any pet stains or other stains on the carpeting. <laughs> so we go through and we're inspecting the unit. Everything looks great. And then right about where the master bedroom was, you could see the outline. You know, when you move a, a bed away, there's the... The foot stains, sure. the oil stains on the carpeting. Right. So right on the outside of the left-hand side of the bed, we put the flash, the black light over it, and all these little splotches just start glowing like Chernobyl. I mean, these are we're talking like dime to quarter size circles. Okay. I'm gonna say twenty-five to thirty of these things, nice. just in about a three-foot section, right about where the middle of the bed would have been, middle bed left. And right about now, you're thinking. Please let somebody have died in here. Yes. Please, please let, let, let somebody. Please let it have been a murder. Please let it have been a murder. Come on. As the five of us are staring at this glowing on the floor, I I shout out. I I think that's semen. And everyone starts erupting in laughter. Sure. Property manager gets on all fours, sticks her nose directly in the middle of one of the splotches. 
that's not semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Speechless. I no. was speechless. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> did did it? What did she think it was then? If it wasn't semen, I. I, I I, I couldn't concentrate after that <laughs> point, so I was just laughing. I, I still think it's semen. I it's a murder. <laughs> it's a murder. It's a murder. Please, please be blood. Please be blood. Oh, my gosh. Next time, we're going to bring our microscope, and we're going to cut some fibers out and see see what we can yeah, see in there. Perfect. <laughs> Submit the DNA sample. Is yes. that what's going on? <laughs> I would have I waited till after the carpeting was cleaned, maybe to inspect it or sniff it, but hey, she wanted to make sure, so she was very thorough. What, was very the black light brought back in after? After the carpets were cleaned to make sure this was cleaned up? No, I, okay. I didn't feel the need to do that. Mm. Okay, good. Did yeah. they clean the carpets? They did clean the carpets, oh, okay. yes. Well, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never can be too sure. <laughs> she is a thorough property manager. Uh, you have yeah. to give her that. Right. Yeah. Very thorough. <laughs> Choose your property <laughs> managers wisely. That's right. It's, it's the devil's in the details. That's yes. right. It's totally <laughs> true. <laughs> is your property manager willing to get down on all fours and sniff strange stains on the carpet? <laughs> If she's not, you're not looking for the right one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's been our discussion for today. If you want to contact us or check out more information and content from the HOA show, uh, then you can go to our website, and uh, you can also contact us by email. Kelsey, how are they going to do that? You can find us online at thehoashow.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find links to our socials on our site. It's thehoashow.com, is that right? Correct. Very good work. Excellent. Okay. Anybody else? Good to go? Check that's us out it. on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Share your audio and video clips. Yeah. Very cool. All right. The louder, the better. Mary, <laughs> you good? good? I'm good. Brian? No floods or fires yet. I'm great. Sweet. Kelsey? Just dandy. Okay, that wraps it up for today's show. Remember, pray for no floods or fires, and we'll see you next time. Thank goodness for uh, social distancing, because I had a six-foot head start. <laughs> you know, keep it, keep it buttoned up, so to speak. Her nose directly in the middle of one of the splotches.